Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is August 19th, 2018. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast for SummerSlam. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Mr. Matt Morgan, Mr. Raj Giri. Matt, what did you think of the show? I thought it was awesome. I, I thought this was so much better than I thought it was going to be. Um, I thought NXT was going to slam the hell out of it. And uh, I still, uh, uh, but SummerSlam was very good. Really good matches. SmackDown did a freaking monster job tonight with their matches. Yeah, I I agree 100%. I had sent out a tweet uh, before the Rousey, or actually before the Nakamura match saying that this event has just been exceeding my expectations. I know some people were complaining about the squashes, but I'd rather see oh. the demon come back and squash Baron Corbin than regular Finn wrestle Baron Corbin in a regular match, you know? All damn day. Yeah, so the squashes made sense. Ronda Rousey, It's I felt like that's exactly what they should have done. She'd just run through Alexa, which she did. Um, and then the, what was the other squash? Kevin Owens, uh, you know, clearly they don't have plans for him. And so building a brawn, I think that made sense too. You know, some of those matches had to be kept short. I think they did the right ones. I thought it was genius that they brought Braun out before uh, Brock versus Roman. Cause then the reaction for that match, it, it didn't die. Like I nope. think a lot of people were expecting, you know, people, the fans to crap all over it. It was a success. They did all that. We'll get into that match at the end, I'm sure. But all the bells and whistles were appropriately thrown into that match. Yeah. And it was physical. I, th- I thought it was really strong. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was great. Well, I thought it was one of their better pay-per-views this year. Me too. Me too. So starting off the show, we had Rusev and Lana versus Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega. Uh, Zelina and Almas picked up a win, despite what we predicted the other day, Raj. Uh, did it's you guys watch show. this match? <laughs> I know. Matt, did you watch this match? No, I was still driving back. I'm sorry. From Hollywood, no, Florida. Cool. This match sucked. So <laughs> I was like starting to get a little nervous about this pay-per-view with this pre-show because the pre-show was pretty uh, is pretty bad. Uh, but this match, yeah. was, I thought Lana and Zelina Vega looked like they hadn't wrestled in years. They looked uh, pretty bad in this match. Yeah. And then we had the Cruiserweight title match, Drew Gulak versus Cedric Alexander with Cedric retaining. I thought... It wasn't bad. It was just there. And it was just another quick quick finish, another roll-up, like, like they did in the first match. I just thought it was nothing. Uh, it was yeah. kind of a waste of time. Well, and this is the one I was most disappointed with, the Raw Tag Team title match, the Revival versus the B Team, and our boys, the Revival, not getting the win. That's <laughs> uh, it's the clear. I mean, any of them, what's know? that, Matt? No, nobody cares about either of them anyway right now. Yeah, well, that's the thing is I think the fans care more about the B team than the revival, and so you Which, know, would you have predicted that a year ago? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, they I mean, they botched the revival, something fierce, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was nothing, it's it was a pre you know, this is what the tag division is right now, it's a pre show, pre show filler. But um, the B team, I mean, they are over. And, they, you know, not many tag teams on Raw are. So there is that. Are they over? Are they over like Rusev Day over? What do you think? 
Rusev Day over. Okay. We're going to coin that. If anybody takes that, <laughs> that was done out here on Wrestling Inc. We own it. Yeah. Like Fandango's music over. Like, instead, cool. instead of x Key, we just named a new term, and it's called uh, Rusev Day over. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Speaking of which, with that pre-show match, Rusev on the last pay-per-view was wrestling for the WWE Championship. Ah, and yeah. then, you know, here he is. First match on the pre-show. Getting beat. It's a stock right for what it's worth though, Raj. This is a stacked ass roster. It is. It, it is stacked with good. Yeah, talent. I mean, I was just thinking about like matches you could take off the main card to make it a shorter show, but really, I mean it's sure. it all belonged on there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Um WWE Intercontinental title match. This is what kicked off the official show. Seth mm-hmm. Rollins with Dean Ambrose in his corner and Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre. Now Matt, what did you think of this? Loved it. You guys gonna love it? I, I loved it. I, li- I really liked it by the end. I, I thought it was kind of boring to start, and then Seth Rollins did that inverted superplex, and that just changed the whole match. I thought after That's that awesome. spot, the match was just awesome. So it was a slow build, but it, you know, and a lot of matches. That's what you're supposed to do. So I was it, just uh, gonna say that exactly right. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. So yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it was really strong by the end. Yeah, uh, and this was good. I mean, we've seen a lot of variations of this. I would have liked to have seen Dean and Drew get more involved with it, uh, but Seth winning, being the new Intercontinental Champion, I thought that was a good outcome, and there's a lot of places they can go from here. I, I, I did I did think what's-his-name would hold on, uh, Dolph. I oh, you think did? He was gonna, yeah, I think he was going to lose. So I don't know why, I just didn't. Yeah, I think uh, Ziggler having the uh, Intercontinental title spray-painted on his tights, that's what Rick Rude did back in... 1989, when he lost to the Ultimate Warrior, so I think that was a little foreshadowing. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but it was it was a good match. Uh, yeah, Rollins getting the how'd the ending go again, Glenn? Glenn, did we lose Glenn? Glenn, you there? There, he's coming back on. There you go. There's that was weird. Yes, it decided immediately. It had to refresh. Um, after that match, we had the new day. Uh, versus- real quick, can you run yeah. through the run through oh, the finish? Yes, yes. Let me scroll back down because everything in my browser reloaded there. Um, I believe it was with the curb stomp that he won. Correct. It was. Uh, let me double check here. Um, yeah. Super is- kicked him in the curb stomp. Yeah. For Rollins to win, um, I thought it was a good match. That was really physical. The challenge is just that him and. Uh, Dolph have gone so many t- rounds in this feud, you know. Yeah, I think this is it. Yeah. Um, so after that, we had uh, the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. I, I gotta say this real quick about Dean Ambrose. He looks like he's in great shape. He is. It ain't gonna last though. That's off the road weight room. Right. Yeah. That won't yeah. last. If, if he can keep that up. Yeah, it makes he, him look completely different. Yeah. Yeah. So Bludgeon Brothers versus the New Day, a match that ended in DQ. Uh, this was one of those things I didn't get. If you're going to do a DQ later in the show, why do it where it doesn't really matter? If the New Day wins the titles, it doesn't matter. I know they want to keep this feud going. This is what we were talking about, Glenn, yesterday. Yeah. Like, there's no other tag teams for the Bludgeon Brothers to really feud with, so you want to keep this going. Just have New Day win the tag titles. It's not a big deal. But doing a DQ and then another one later and another title match, it, it kind of cheapened it. And we get hot at them if they make a lot of switches back and forth, but I actually would agree to it in this, in this, in this circumstance. Right. Like if they had to do a switch for someone to win, then fine, so be it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Let New Day go over, like you said. Let them come back, maybe DQ the next match, uh, the right. next pay-per-view. You know what I mean? But yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But that being said, the match was really good. The fans weren't that into it. They're kind of quiet, but I mean, these guys were just kicking the crap out of each other. You got it's for me, guys. It's still the same thing, and I love watching big guys wrestle because it's really a lost art today. Like there's like it's a dying breed of dinosaur, the big man, you know. So I like watching good ones when they come along. And these two are good, both Rowan and Harper. But like it's for me, I'm still having a hard time getting past that damn entrance. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it's it's gotten better, but yeah, it's still kind of a weird ah. shtick for them to have. But they used a mallet tonight. Oh no! Why they have mallets? Who's walking around with mallets? Yeah, the mallets used it tonight, right? I mean, you know, we actually got use of the mallet. That was something. Yeah, that was the. Can you run the the finish? Yeah. So uh, Biggie scooped Harper's Woods went for the midnight hour. Rowan jumped up with the mallet, knocked Woods off for the DQ. The cheap DQ. It's like such a good matchup until that point. So, so, but, but Glenn, you think that's great because they use the mallet? That makes the mallet better? <laughs> it's like one time if Triple H ever just really used the sledgehammer and Somebody not put his die. hand over it oh, and poked yeah. it into someone's stomach. Right. Oh, oh, you, have you ever seen someone use a sledgehammer in that way, shape, or form ever in your entire life? I can't say I've seen anybody ever really hit with a sledgehammer. No. Not in <laughs> real life. No. Nobody does that to each other. Or a mallet. No. Well, <laughs> with a mallet, at least it's probably safer. <laughs> yeah, that's what I used to hate back in the day, like in WCW when Sting would always use the baseball bat because, like, man, that'll kill you. Um, <laughs> doing it one time is one thing when you're thwarting off the NWO, but doing it over and over, not a big yeah, fan of that. Same with the sledgehammer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens in a complete squash. Complete. Owens got nothing in. It was, I think it was three minutes. <sighs> And he's he's the star of Raw, in my opinion. What is that? That says a lot about how damn good he is. But uh, uh, again, WWE is really like think about that. Like think about how many eggs they put in his basket of how damn talented he is and how much attention he gets on that show on, on Raw. Right? How entertaining he is. Right? They can always go to that bank of him being entertaining. Meanwhile, he they just have him lose and lose and lose and lose, and it's. If I'm that talent, eventually I'd be like, "What the f?" Like, guys, I'm knocking this stuff out of the ballpark every time you hand me a mic. Let's let's get on with this already. Give me somebody else. I get I can't be the nine foot giant. I get it. Get me away from them. Yeah, I feel like they've hurt Owens a, a lot this year. That doesn't make you know him him getting the briefcase to me made sense because you need some top heels and they don't have any right now. And he was the closest yeah. thing to a top heel, and they just squashed him. So. Um, Good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, so I was saying maybe they turn Strowman or Roman, one of them. I, I think it's clear now they're not going to do that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just you got no heels right now. No credible heels on the Raw side. Yeah. And, of course, Braun uh, won that match with the running power slam. Okay, so then we had kind of, an, a, I think, a big crowd pop of the night. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair versus Carmella for the SmackDown Women's title. And this ended with Charlotte becoming the SmackDown Women's champion. Mm-hmm. Becky turning on Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And for a heel move, getting a huge crowd reaction, Charlotte getting booed. Uh, Matt, what did you think of this match? And what do you think of the Becky Lynch turn? Good. I think it's, it's going to be good for her career. It's at a right time for her. Um, the only thing, fans love her. Yeah. Right? But you know what? They've got plenty of other talent on the roster as baby faces. Charlotte only got booed because they were where they were at tonight. 
let's be clear. And they saw a heel turn happen. Yeah, Glenn, can you run through that finish real quick, and then I'll, I'll jump. Absolutely. On that so in that match, Becky went for the disarmor, couldn't get it in. Tries again, holds locked in. Carmella gets the rope break. Then Becky did the exploder, uh, applied the submission again. Charlotte ran in, broke it up, and then turned it into natural selection. Covered Becky for the win. So Charlotte pinning Becky. Charlotte wasn't even supposed to be in the matchup for her. So it plays in the story almost sympathetic to Becky, even though she's technically yeah. turning heel. Um, yes. And the crowd, they were booing Charlotte, cheering Becky. And after the match, when they were hugging, they, they were booing something fierce until Becky turned on her. So Becky and Charlotte hugged for a couple of times. And then, you know, Becky just stomped her and, and kicked the crap out of her. And <sighs> fans were going crazy. And this is how I knew Natty was not turning on Ronda tonight, by the way. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Cause they did a similar kind of thing where Natalia got in the ring and was thought for know. sure she was going to do it. But when this fit, when this happened, I was like, Oh, that sucks. Natty's not turning tonight. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, uh, it, it was really good. I mean, I, this match was way better than I expected with, uh, not because, you know, Charlotte and Becky, I know could always have a great match, but Carmela hasn't been. So with her in it, she did really good. I she thought did. this match was, uh, Really good, and then the the turn at the end was just icing on the cake. It was it good was storytelling. Yep, fans were into it. Um, they were going nuts. Charlotte was getting boots crazy. She, Bully Ray tweeted something about like she's getting the Roman Reigns effect. Oh, like, uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like well, think, are, she's she's perfect. Think about it. She's perfect. You know, she she's an all American type of style athlete. She's pretty. She's tall. She's got the whole. She's got the whole. You know, the whole thing. The whole package, the whole package, really. Yeah. So for whatever rhyme or reason, people sometimes cr turn around and crap on that. You know what yeah. I mean? As a baby face. But uh, I don't think that's something like Roman. It won't be like that. I don't think so. I don't think it'll be consistent. Yeah. Maybe, I maybe think... just a storyline with Beck for the record. Sorry. Yeah. Plus, I think Char. It's funny because I think Charlotte's better as a heel, and Becky's such a natural baby face. But yeah, yeah. Let's see how they go with this. This is going to be good for Becky's uh, career. She's going to sure. she's going to get better from this. Yeah, this is the first like uh, yeah first like uh, you know uh, flash Maybe. of something. Mm. It is. So, do you think they go Becky versus Charlotte at Hell in a Cell, or do they save it for Evolution? Ooh, I'd say it for Evolution. You don't think they give us both? Uh, maybe, maybe the rematch with Carmella happens at Hell in a Cell, and then Becky Charlotte at Evolution. I mean, you got to get assume they're going to have at least two Hell in the Cell matches, right? Like a, a women's and a men's. Yeah. So which women's match would go in the cell? And that might be the most heated right now. Yeah. I mean, I Rousey, I don't know if you'd want to put her in a Hell in the Cell, right? And yeah. So, it's going to be hard for them to resist because it's, an, you know what I mean? It's kind of octagon, even though it's not an octagon, but. Right. It's corny like that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so after Charlotte was left down by the German announce desk, uh, Becky left to cheers uh, after beating up her best friend. That's the WWE for you. Uh, speaking of friendships gone sour, WWE title match for the main WWE title, Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles tonight. Uh, match that ended in DQ, AJ smacking Joe in the back with a steel chair for disqualification after getting AJ's family involved and Samoa Joe getting quite personal. Uh, towards AJ's wife and children. Matt, what did you think of this match tonight? Crazy good. I thought this was, this to me, was going to be match of the night for sure. Um, until I, I didn't like the DQ. Um, I, they brought us so far past that brink, right, of storytelling. 
Yeah. Like, you're so invested. And it wasn't a DQ where you're like, oh, damn, I want to see now next what we, what's going to happen. It was, you did all that? You DQ this? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's kind of yeah. how I felt with that. And that match was awesome. I mean, these guys, they, dude, their bumps those guys took tonight. Oh, my Lord. AJ got uh, just insane. That Styles clash on Joe was scary. That, uh, very Joe didn't get his arm on there, and that was very close at the yeah, last second. Yeah, I, I, I was a little worried about that one, but yeah, this match was awesome. Um, I actually didn't mind the DQ. I I hate DQs in general, but I didn't mind it here because it was it played in that story that AJ just lost lost him. it. Okay. And you know, people complain about this match being on so early in the show, and I usually do with the WWE Championship match. I, I still do not understand why it didn't go on last at uh, Extreme Rules when they had Ziggler. Uh, go on last, but but here is is ending in a DQ, so it makes sense to do it. Um, you know, not near the yeah. end. So I liked it. It was uh, this match was awesome. Yes, it was. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think this now definitely for Hell in a Cell, this rematch would be fantastic between AJ and Samoa Joe. That would be awesome. So yeah, yeah. their chemistry is insane. Yeah, it's very good. Um, yeah, can you run down the finish? <laughs> yeah, so finish on this. Uh, well, basically, AJ was pissed, uh, knocked Joe from the announcer table through the barrier, uh, took out two staffers, and then hit him in the back with a steel chair well, for disqualification. Well, Joe got on the mic, yeah. right? And he was he had AJ down. He got on the mic, and he, so AJ's wife and child were you know at uh, at ringside, and so Samoa Joe said, "Looks like uh, your husband won't be coming home tonight, but I'll I'll be your daddy." And that's when. You know, AJ just lost it. Put, put you know, beat up a production guy again that was at ringside. I don't know if it was the same guys last night that got beat up in the Gargano match, but oh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it was. I, yeah, then put him through uh, through the barrier. Um, took out staffers, nailed him with the chair, and got DQ'd. So, uh, speaking of something you could put through a barrier, I want to welcome a new sponsor to our podcast, Blue Chew. So, Blue Chew. <laughs> Hey, guys, you remember the days when you were always good to go? Well, guess what? Those days are well in the past at this point. You're getting older. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. So listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know that they work. This isn't some herbal thing. It's not, oh, it's like Viagra. No, these are the same ingredients. And you can take them anytime, day or night even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. No in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code INC. You just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code INC to try it free. And let me tell you, I actually got a sample of this. And when they talk about getting that free sample, it's not like, oh, hey, they're going to send you one. You get a pouch. And in that pouch are five of these packets. So you can really decide if Blue Chew is right for you. Um, I have no shame in this. I was on medication a decade ago that interfered with some things. And so back then, you know, I took Viagra and I have to say, try and put you, um, this works. It works much faster. And Matt, you take supplements when you go to the gyms. Yeah. So your body can do things beyond what you can normally do. 
when I heard that this was going to be one of our sponsors and I've heard other people talk about this from, you know, other, other shows and things of that nature. And they talk so highly of it. It seems like this awakening. Right. And I'm like, they're full of it. They're totally exaggerating. Settle down. You know what I mean? And, yeah. uh, and I, I told you guys, I go, I usually don't get on you guys. I joke about sending me the stuff, but this time I was for real. I said, send it to me. I really want to try it. And so I'll just put it to you this way. Mrs. Morgan goes, look, if Superman wants to wear two capes, so be it. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> and that's from the blueprint endorsing Blue Chew. Serious, sincerely, all jokes aside, I can't believe how quickly it works, honestly. And the other thing I wanted to throw out there, in the gym, like Viagra Cialis, the reason that first even came out on the market to begin with, it was not for uh, sexual performance. It was for if you were to take half a dosage of Cialis, half a dosage of Viagra, in this case, a half a dosage, a half a chew of Blue Chew, what it's what it does do it goes if whatever body part you're training in the gym that day you get a bigger pump from because that's its job is to is to force more oxygenated blood to that muscle that you're actually working out so imagine what it does in the in the bedroom is all i'm going to say <laughs> yeah seriously well you know uh the way i describe it is if you do have erectile dysfunction and you take blue chew it will give you erectile function if you already have erectile function and you take blue chew you're going to get a super boner so that's that was the whole that's the whole catch that's what i was so shocked with is that if everything's working out up to snuff this stuff is just it's on a whole different level though i'm going to say guys guys it, really it, try it. it takes it to the next level i promise you all if i say anything on this show you ever listen to me on ever try this yes blue chew b-l-u-e chew.com promo code inc try it for free and hey you know what tweet at us let us know what you think you can see right here uh, i got my blue chew He's bringing you shoot up. It's like candy. Yeah, man, you're you're, you're going to leave the show early. Well, what's going to happen when we see when we see his keyboard start rising? <laughs> oh, crap. Okay, so in 20 minutes, no one's allowed to mention Elizabeth Shue or the man garbage. Or the Goonies. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kathy Ireland in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, but, you know. Good call, Kathy Ireland. I'm going to just sort of keep it together. God, I'm old. And look, like Liv Morgan, you got the blue tongue. When you're taking the blue chew so that's bluechew.com.com <laughs> promo code inc try it free tweet at us let us know what you think and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast and let's wrap this up because in 30 minutes i got places to be um so after that the miz versus daniel bryan speaking of things that uh delivered the story's going on tonight after the miz won that match lengthy match uh, Matt, did this satisfy you seeing the two of them in the ring together? Yeah, I, you guys, I love this, actually. I thought this was good. Um, I like the finish, too, actually. I mean, I, I still don't like seeing Daniel Bryan in this part of the show. I don't get why he's not the main event of every show he's on. But, okay, I, I, I like this. This is better than, uh, who was he working last? What was the dude's name? He's not even there anymore. Big Cass. Yeah, so, like, okay, this is better. Yeah. I, I thought this was, like, it was like five minutes too long or something. Like it, it, it seemed like it dragged a little bit, but I thought it was good. I thought it was one of the Miz's be better matches that he's had. Um, yeah, he looked vicious in this. He did some, you know. Yeah, so I don't know if this means that Daniel Bryan hasn't resigned or if it's just this is a series, and so you know Daniel Bryan's got to lose the first one. I took this as him not resigning. Hmm. Well, he was. He's been saying that he's very close. Like he, he basically said, as of. Uh, uh, just, oh, I think uh, yesterday he was saying he might be signed by this weekend. So they're, they're very close to a deal. Um, 
but you know, if they don't have pen to paper, maybe they just decide right. you know, not, not to risk it. But then Daniel Bryan was saying uh, in an interview with Sky Sports that apparently WWE has an option in that contract. So huh. to uh, they, they would basically keep him another year if they uh, exercised it, which I, I'm sure they would. I'm sure they don't want Daniel Bryan going, uh, especially with the Madison Square Garden ROH show coming up. So if he's got the, you know, if they got oh, an so option, if he doesn't resign, he still has to stay there for a year. Yeah, he'd have to stay for uh, oh, regardless. Okay. So he couldn't okay. go. He couldn't go in September if they decided to to do gotcha. that. So. so then that's not it. Then okay. Yeah, but clearly this is going to continue. Uh, you oh yeah, they did that promo yeah. after. But yeah. he, the the only weird thing with Daniel Bryan losing here is that Miz has been punking him out nonstop this whole feud, right? Um, you know, like Daniel Bryan attacked him backstage. Uh, you know, at the, the Miz, Miz and Mrs. Set, and the Miz still beat him up. Uh, you know, they did that little funeral uh, segment. Miz still beat him up. You know, he, he's been getting the better of Daniel Bryan each time. So it's almost like Daniel Bryan needed the win here. You could have Miz attack him afterwards and you still have the series set up. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 Uh, I love that the Miz won dirty with, uh, what was that, brass knuckles that Maurice handed to him? Did, yeah. we ever, did they ever actually give it to us what it was or did we just... They never really told it to us, I thought. We just some sort of foreign object, right? Yeah, you can never see it. So I mean who knows if he, who knows if he even really had one. It was done really well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really like this match a lot. Um I like the use of Maurice there too, by the way. I thought yeah. that was a cool twist. You know, he needs her back. I think even seeing him with the B team backstage before this match, it reminded you the Miz is very good when he's got someone else to Play elevate his presence. Of. Yeah. I think Maurice is uh, fantastic for that. Um, maybe, maybe there's a possibility there in the future. But yeah, I thought that uh, this was good tonight, and uh, I'm glad the feud's going to keep going. So that was the finish. Uh, the Miz was out of the ring, got something from Maurice with a foreign object, ran back in, hit Daniel, and then pinned him for the win. Yeah. So you know, again, Daniel Bryan was beaten the last pay per view with the blood, you know, with the Bludgeon Brothers when he was with Kane. He's beaten here. I feel like he could have just used the win right now and get him some momentum again. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so here was a great surprise tonight. Constable Baron Corbin comes out to the ring, and then who meets him in there? Finn Balor as the demon. Matt, did you pop for that tonight? Yes. Are you kidding me? Yes, absolutely. Um, we've been scre- screaming for this. Yeah, yeah we've, we've been talking about it for forever now. Um, you know, he didn't bring it back at Mania. Um, it almost seemed like they just dropped it completely. And then, uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was. And he squashed Col- Corbin, which it should have been. Which it should. Exactly. You don't want a long competitive match. With, you, we've seen that, them wrestle so many times in the past. Yeah. You just want to see the demon and the demon kick ass. This was short and sweet. I had no problem with the, the length of, of the match. It was, what, like two minutes, basically? Yeah. But just dressed as the demon, everything he was doing looked more aggressive. Everything's like, different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, oh, a, that's a main event act right there. Yes, he's he's a main event guy with that when he's got that on. Not when he's smile. He's got the big goofy no. grin, just smiling all over the place. That's yep. not a main event act. No, that was a, that's a superstar. Yeah, yeah, and he won with the coup de gras. Easy win, great match, and please give him something from here. Do not let this be a blip, and then back to. This uh, well, hell, coincidentally enough, that he's been been in with his booking. Right. You could put him in that main event picture and just have him say uh, he'll be the demon when he wrestles for the world title, you know, and, and people will buy it. They'll, you know, he hasn't lost as the demon. So, yep. 
Yeah, and it's not like Corbin can just get his hair back, so his strength is gone. You know, there's no uh, competitive match to have here between the two of them. Time for this feud to be over. Yeah, please let this be over. We forgot the uh, that Elias. Oh, thing. that's right. Elias came out, was going to play a song, <laughs> and his guitar broke. I'm sure we'll find out tomorrow on Monday Night Raw who broke Elias's guitar. Yeah, it was like they realized they don't have time for this. So <laughs> like, that's exactly what it felt like. Yeah, like hey, we got to end this quick. So just have the guitar be broken. Yeah. Yeah, no Bobby Lashley. I, I I figured that would have been a spot where Lashley came in and beat up Elias, but it's okay. Yeah, this is yeah. okay. He was off this. Yeah, I, has, I'm sorry. Segments don't do him any favors anyway. Right. Absolutely not. Uh, U.S. title match: Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura tonight, with Nakamura retaining, <laughs> and uh, Randy Orton coming out, exchanging <laughs> exchanging meaningful glances with the ring after the match. Um, how do you think Nakamura looked tonight, Matt? Good. I liked it. I like. I liked. Um, eh. Jeff is at a different stage right now in his career, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, like for the first time, I was watching, and going, "Oh, Jeff isn't the exciting one in the ring for once." No. Like it's been happening for a while, but but this was. I remember really watching SmackDown that much, but I, I noticed it tonight for the first time in a long, like forever, maybe that Jeff was in the ring with somebody more exciting than him, um, because Jeff he, he does all what he can. And good Lord, oh, my God, uh, the swanton on the side of the ring. I go, what? I, I literally yelled out loud. I go, what the? Are you doing? Oh, yeah. Jeff. Uh, I sent him, like, ten texts. <laughs> All caps. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Excuse my language. Like, dude, you don't have to do this, Jeff. Not anymore, dude. Yeah, that was that just seems so stupid. He talks about how he doesn't do the swanton anymore at, at live events. He'll only use it at big events uh, because of all his injuries and how banged yes. up he is. And then he does it on the apron. Um, and I just got done saying, like, okay, he was finally in the ring with somebody that I thought was more exciting. I take that back, Jeff. If you watch this, I don't listen to that part. <laughs> yeah, he said uh, he, his back is a little better in this interview that uh, he just did. Weekend. But he's saying he's having an issue with his elbow, a, a nerve issue. Uh, his hand was asleep for like seven weeks, <laughs> and it's like now it's oh just God. woken. So the dude's banged up. Um, this I actually thought this was in many ways the worst thing on on the show. Not the, not counting the pre-show, and that's crazy because this was a very good match. I mean, this was a good match. It wasn't great. This was a good match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was. Yeah, exactly. If, if this is the worst, it's gonna you know it's gonna be. That's yeah, right. Was, so, oh yeah. yeah. That, uh, yeah. yeah, that finish was crazy. Yeah, that's Swanton, though, man. Uh, so Nakamura retaining is good. I like that they're letting Nakamura really settle in a little bit with these feuds. I think there was so much pressure in the feud with AJ that it had to be epic, and maybe that's why we were let down by what it devolved into often. Uh, but with this, I thought this was solid. Yeah. Um, then they well, had that Orton. Orton's yeah. Music. Orton's music hit came out, Very looked at the ring, turned around and left. <laughs> Thanks, like, Raj. Yeah, it was like, Orton, <laughs> we need to get Orton the, his SummerSlam payday, but we don't want to waste any more time. The viewers at home are thankful you made uh, Glenn say that part. In case they, in case they missed it. <laughs> Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's title. Uh, first, Natalia coming out, paying tribute to her dad, Jim the Anvil Neidhart, and uh, wearing his jacket, looking fantastic. Um and then, yeah, Ronda and Alexa going at it, ending with Ronda, the new Raw Women's Champion, winning with the armbar. Alexa really just running away for most of this match. Um, and then after Natalia and the Bellas coming in the ring to celebrate with 
Ronda for some reason. Um, what did you think of this match, Matt, and how Ronda came across? Ronda's new face, uh, eye makeup face paint looks badass. At first, like I didn't, at first, I hated it because her eyes are her gimmick or, mm, you know, for face. And I was like, this takes away from it. But I, I was watching. I was like, well, actually, no, it doesn't. It kind of highlights her scowl more, actually. But, but here's the problem. She needs to shut her mouth in the ring. Yeah. She, her shit talking sucks. You ready? You ready to lose? Ready for a new champ? I'll show you who's the new champ around here. It was horrible. It was. For a girl who's a badass, you've got to be able to talk better smack than that. Yeah. Just don't talk, please. Because, yeah. like, she, she, like, okay, like, every time what's her name would run out of the ring, I'm like, oh no, Ronda's going to talk again. This is 10 more <laughs> seconds of Ronda trash talking and burying herself. Yeah. You know, so it was just it, it was it was a little too much. It, it does it it's it takes away from her badassery, in my opinion. Yeah, you know? but I, I did event the makeup for some reason. I don't know why I liked it. Um, I don't get why the Bellows had anything to do with that whatsoever. Um, but whatever, um, I liked it. So they're apparently planning Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey oh, for Lord. Evolution. Why? Where did that come from? Why are those involved? Uh, Meltzer had reported it today um, or last night. Uh, I guess the the feeling is just that she's the biggest star, and you know I, that's not oh, Ronda who? Rousey. Are they high because of Total Bellas and Total Divas and, and all that? I guess they just feel, and okay, all the publicity she got with the Cena stuff. Okay, timeout. You're getting that mainstream attention already from your star Ronda Rousey, right? Okay, so. Why would you not use one of your own, like like someone on the roster? I could get something out of this. And if it's somebody that you wanted to be like up on her level, that's a, that could be three different girls. That's Charlotte. That's uh, um, some others on that show. Natty. There's a few that could easily. Oscar. Oscar. There's there's more that can do that than Nick Bella. Come on, she's been away for so long. I agree. It. Uh, I guess totally. they just feel like that makes it a mainstream match, but I, I, I totally agree with you. So I it's guess mainstream just because she's in it, not be a, what's her name, right. Rhonda. Yeah, I mean, I mean apparently they feel like it's extra mainstream with uh, with Nikki. <sighs> but I agree with you uh, about Rhonda's makeup. I thought she looked like the Hamburglar, and that, <laughs> that just kept that was distracting me because I feel like she looks like a, her. She's a superstar. You don't need to bring in Mike. You know. Uh, Yes, a, a giant superstar, and then cover their face in paint. Um, yes, normally I would say yes. Yeah. I, 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 but wait, God darn it! Who was the guy in the eighties? Everyone always just made fun of. That was or late, late eighties, early nineties. He had a reverse. Oh God, what was his name? Um, fat guy. Cornette managed him for like a minute. Um, he. Oh God, dang it! He had like a reverse mohawk. Um, oh, uh, the. Like my, uh, it yes. was it was like half bull or something. Mantar, Mantar. <laughs> That's kind of how her face paint was. Now I look back, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I, when she made those mean faces, I thought it was kind of cool. But I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like she doesn't need that. And again, once once the hamburger was in my head, I couldn't uh, couldn't get that. come back from it. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking Eric Carr and Kiss when he was the Fox when he replaced Peter Chris. Very similar makeup to that. Yeah, someone's saying the Repo Man. I kind of thought that too. Do you remember the Repo Man? Oh, that's a good one, Repo Man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Rousey basically just kicked the shit out of Alexa for, what, five minutes? Not when even she... that. Yeah, that, and whatever that, that DVD thing she does is pretty freaking hot. I love that. Yeah, her moves, I mean, she looks like she, you know she could tear your arm off. 
and she can. Um, and she just looked aggressive. I, th- I thought this was uh, the action was everything it should be. And I thought Rousey looked great in and the she, ring. And her before her match, getting all riled up in the corner, getting all freaking loosened up, mm-hmm. it gave it that UFC feel that I get whenever I watch a Brock UFC match or a Ronda UFC match or a Conor McGregor UFC match. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's only hype you get from that. I noticed that I don't really get from pro wrestling. Yeah. She she gives you that aura with this. I thought that's cool. Yeah, I, I know what you, it's it's almost like uh, like when Brock wrestled Goldberg. You could have that when it, they, before they started when they're yeah where it's really building. Uh, yeah, and just looking at each other. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, man, we forgot, uh, we forgot uh, after this with the uh, the Daniel Bryan Bree backstage segment. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Daniel what? was in a mood. I didn't see this. The, Tell me, what was it? Daniel was in a mood. Bree tried to console him. Uh, Daniel had to be alone so he could hit things. Yeah. Are you joking? I am not joking. That's did he verbalize this? Did he say, I need to be alone so I need to hit things? No, no, no. It, uh, he was much he said something he was much very similar. No, he talked about like punching a wall or something like that. It was it was really badly acted like on Bree's part, I thought. like Bree was like, you've come back from this. And you know, Daniel Bryan was like, "This was the match I couldn't lose. Like, I, I couldn't uh, lose with Miz." And Bree was like, "You come back. You were not supposed to come back to action, but you did." Yada yada yada. And then Daniel Bryan's like, "Thanks. You know, I needed that. I just, I just want nope. to be around and kick some stuff." No, it was funny. He said, "Beat it, Tuts." You know, it'd be funny <laughs> after after she left. He he took some blue chews. And I need to be alone. I can't even look at you right now. <laughs> Just me and little Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I I think with uh, Ronda, they got to give her a really credible opponent after this. I don't know what they're going to do. But, uh, yeah, just with her and Charlotte, man, storytelling is so important now if they're both going to hold the titles for the next six months till Mania. Is that the plan? I don't know. I mean, that would be pretty awesome. I think they should. I think it oh like do a champion versus champion. Oh, I mean, I don't know how you do it. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I, but that is a super match, guys. Yeah, it's almost like Charlotte would. I almost think you have to have Charlotte get cheated out of the title, then she wins the Royal Rumble, and then challenges R- Rousey at Mania. But I don't think R- Rousey should lose it. Is there yeah. any way they could both just be incredibly dumb? Well, no, because the Becky storyline just started, so no, it's not going to happen probably. Yeah, they could do champion versus champion and not have the title on the line. Um, like they did with Brock and AJ at Survivor Series, last which week. I I liked that. I okay. actually just watched that yesterday. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that worked. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so Universal Title match: Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, they're both out there. Roman in the ring, Brock in the ring with Paul Heyman, and then out comes Braun Strowman, uh, saying, "Hey, I'm not gonna you know sneak up on you or attack you or interrupt you. I'm gonna wait for this match to finish, and then or it's interrupt you." How polite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, talking some smack at Roman, calling Brock a beastie boy, which got a <laughs> That was a pretty good line. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, with the, uh, the idea being that Braun was going to challenge the winner and cash in the Money in the Bank contract for that title shot. So during this match, uh, Braun got attacked by Roman, or really hit by Roman, attacked by Brock. And uh, when Roman ended up winning, 
Braun had gone because uh, Brock had thrown the briefcase and Braun said, I'm going to live to fight another day. Uh, so this is how we got Roman Reigns winning uh, in a relatively short match and doing a little bait and switch with the fans, making them think they were going to see Braun challenge. Right. So I think everyone was on their toes excited for this. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Vince McMahon, you bastard, you fool us all. The beginning of this match was exactly what it needed to be, by the way. Like, I wasn't expecting it. But like Roman, like like Brock was still like slightly distracted by Braun still getting off rings the apron there while the bell rang, and immediately Roman started hitting him with Superman punches out of left field, right? Yeah. And that was I was like, oh shit! I was like, he's gonna catch him with an early one here, and Braun's gonna cash in, right? That's what it looked like. Yeah. But then uh, you know Brock held that. What would he have him in? What was that? Kimura? Not a Kimura, because he didn't have his arm. It was, a, it was, a, it was some type like of reverse a guillotine, almost. Yeah, yeah kind of like a guillotine. I thought that was pretty cool. The whole match, I thought, was perfectly executed as what it needed to be with two big, slow guys where the fans are cheering, you both suck, keep in mind. And they kept the action moving. Uh, they learned a lot from what they did last time. I'll give them that. Absolutely. You know, outside of that, you both suck, uh, Chant. The, I mean, they didn't crap on this match. Oh, and Roland, by the way, how are we not saying this? He got, he got a pop. He got a pop when he, he won that. Yeah, he he pinned Lesnar. Finally, got, you know, got him back in the ring. Lesnar had he a chair after Lesnar beat the crap out of Strowman. He wasn't booed, Raj. He wasn't booed with the belt in his hand, really. And and uh, in Brooklyn, of all places, he right. He, you know, uh, they went off the air pretty quick, but good. Uh, he he got the win. He got the pop. The fans didn't crap on this match. They were mostly into it. Adding Braun, having Braun come to ringside was genius. Whoever thought yes. of that, um, that was genius because yeah. it, it opened it, up so much. Yeah. Well, I think that's yeah. why they were excited at the end because they thought Braun, it was going to be Braun oh, and Roman. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't. Re- yeah. And I'm, you know what? I'm glad they didn't do it. I, in, in a sense of Levy wanting more. You, why, why do that match now? And plus, they gave us finally the end of this story between Brock and Roman. Yeah. They wouldn't have done it that way if immediately Braun cashes in and wins. Right. And then I'm going, what the freak, WWE? You told me to stick around with this damn storyline for three years. And the payoff is Roman. Every time I want my Samoa Joes to win or AJ Styles to win, Kevin Owens to win, it's no, it can't be because we got to build him for Brock. He's going to beat Brock. That's always the, what we kept being told. And, and then he'd lose. I'm like, what the freak? You just buried three guys that could have been main event level. You know what I mean? And, and it, it, that was always the answer I kept getting from like yeah. from you, Raj, who knows what's going to happen before it happens, mm-hmm. and others. That, so he's always going to get to the you know the point where he beats Brock for the title. So they delivered that to us finally. Yeah, exactly. I think they've been wanting this story forever. Roman finally beating Brock for the title. Yeah. To just have him lose it right off the bat to, to Strowman. Uh, cheapens that whole thing fine you know and yeah. i think yeah. if you had roman beat Strowman, that doesn't make sense either that's Whoa. something you this is this this is your feud for the fall and the winter and uh you could almost not have them face each other now and do it at mania uh unless they got the rock coming back or something but if you don't do that uh say you know Strowman is the, he's the biggest star that they have right now and so Wow. Uh, for Reigns, next challenger, I'd, I'd almost hold off on Strowman until mm. Mania. Yeah. So the way that worked uh, after Lesnar threw Braun's briefcase, he went back in the ring with a steel chair in the air, and Reigns hit him with a spear out of nowhere for the pin and the title. So what did he do to Braun outside? He, he hit him with Braun. an F5 and yeah. then started hitting him with the chair. With the briefcase. Right? No, with the briefcase. Right, the briefcase. Yeah. And then he got the chair. 
and then came in to go smack Roman with it, but Roman called him with a spear. Right. Did you? But Brock, most the most important part of this match, folks, is Brock totally uh, gorilla raging out and throwing the briefcase <laughs> five hundred feet <laughs> into the damn Tron. Dude, oh could, my god! Could you imagine if his if he uh, just hooked it a little bit and it, if, yes, that's what I was like. I, I go, I, I said, my wife, oh my god, that has to be the crowd. That that's in the crowd. You know it is. But then I saw it hit the thing. Yeah, that's how to like that time he destroyed that car. Remember that? And then he grabbed that car door and chucked it, and I think oh, it flew god. into the crowd. He, I mean, that thing flew. That's Dude, a car door. His brute strength is insanity. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely smaller now but he's still in great i mean he's in great shape he looked i meant to say that he's in better shape right now at first it didn't look like it but like as the match got going i saw his abs popping out a little bit and he usually doesn't carry abs and his neck is a little thinner and his face is thinner he's getting ready yeah and he's not turning all red during his matches like he used to like he'd become a a tomato and you do that when you retain water he's uh he's getting ready bro for a fight yeah that's what it's looking like yeah so Matt, you feel this was a good end to the, uh, yes. the saga? They shut that thing off right on the right time before the fans started booing them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what felt like. We have to go off the air before Brooklyn realizes that yes. not cashing in. Yes. I liked it. I, I liked the ending. I like how they did it. I think having Braun cash in would have been doing too much. You save that for later. Yeah. Uh, you have that story now. Now you're, you're, you kind of want to see where they, you, you know, where they go. So, uh, and there's a, Raj, don't you think there's a certain trust, like I was saying earlier, that, that remember Daniel Bryan and Triple H, how long that took? And we yep. were so pissed that they kept burying the guy, and like they're never going to get there with him. They're never going to get there with him. And Triple H, oh, just wait, it's going to happen. And it did. So, like, there's something to be said for them saying, hey, stick around, just let the storyline play out. Because oftentimes they would pull the plug on these before the finish of what they would tell us we were going to get what happened. And that makes you distrust them. Yeah. And that hurts the baby face all the time because of this. And it makes us not emotionally invest in them because we don't trust the company enough to see it through to what they say that's going to happen. Uh, yeah, because most of the times it doesn't. <laughs> right. Right. And even Daniel Bryan, he originally wasn't supposed to face. Let's be clear. Triple, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But he was. He was. Yeah, punk had to, yeah, all that stuff had to happen. Right. Um, are we gonna um, talk about any news, by the way, while we're on here? We covered a lot of it last night. Um, I, didn't any, <laughs> I, I didn't hear anything about the uh, uh, fat shaming. <laughs> we talked about that last in night. in our two-hour podcast last night, where Raj <laughs> and I solved the world's issues. Yeah, Damn. you know, we were talking about. Uh, yeah, so you you saw all that? I saw the tweet, and I was like, "Wow, good for her." Go All right, so, so what Matt's referring to for if for the ones for those of you who didn't listen to last night's podcast or haven't heard, Dave Meltzer made a a comment um, about Peyton Royce. Now I don't think it was about her weight. I personally, when I heard it, it sounded to me like he was talking about her. Oh implants. yeah, um, her what? Her implants? Her implants? Yeah. I just thought it, he was talking about her prettiness in general. No, so he said he preferred her in, in NXT. So in NXT, she didn't have the implants, and she got it towards the end, and. Uh, and so, and then he made a joke, you know, he made a crack, like, you know, he preferred her when she was lighter or something like that. And by lighter, I'm pretty sure he meant without the big boobs. So other people don't think that, but. I completely missed that. And I like Dave, so I don't mean to say that against him. I'm saying that what I thought, what yeah. I went out of when I heard it. Yeah, so, and then people just went crazy, ripping him. They ripped him to shreds on Twitter. So, 
Well, in 2018, you got to be uber careful with, 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 with what we say. You know what I mean? You never know how people will take things. You know what I mean? But like in today's day and age where, and I don't agree with this. I don't think this is right. Just I know you run your own website and I know others do as well. But I don't think wrestlers should be doing things predicated on what people write about them. I just don't. Yeah. Um, I think you do it off your ear, what you listen to the fans in the arena reacting to. And that is it. So, but today's day and age, it's not necessarily like that. We got an independent um, group of generation of talent that does rely heavily on what they read is being said about them mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of the time. The best of the best are smarter and they don't do that. But, but there's a lot that do. And unfortunately, when that happens, you would think one would be scared to speak out against someone who's rating your matches and could do something, you know, maybe positive for your career by giving you a nice whatever the hell it is, report or a five-star match or whatever the hell you want to call it. And God bless her for speaking up on it because she felt a certain way about it. Yeah. Speaking of which, I have my interview with Cody Rhodes coming up this week. Oh, nice. <laughs> And uh, Ric Flair. My a couple parts of my interview with Ric Flair are up, and the rest will be up this week. So, you want really to really want to really get over with him? Tell him, tell him that I'm on the show. Yeah, no, I think he knows. He, he's uh, he's a fan. But uh, I talked to him the day of the one year anniversary of him having his surgery, where he had a twenty percent chance of living. Yeah, well, that's good stuff. One man. year from that day. Wow, that'll be good stuff. You should you should do it when your interview one of your interviews celebrating with Matt Morgan Bindham. <laughs> I, should, I should have mentioned that six year old Matt Morgan was going ape shit inside his head. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good idea. I should have done that. Um, so yeah, so uh, some other news. Oscar, I guess uh, there's uh, there's talk of her turning heel. Um, good, good. So whatever that you know. It worked for Nakamura. It gave him. It gave him something. It does. It, there's something about that, you guys, about being a heel that, that that allows you just to let your hair down. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say it's because you 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 your goal. It's easier to be hated than liked, right? Mm-hmm. But I would, I would, you know, and that's true. But for some reason, there's not as much pressure on you to get that harder thing, which is the cheer. So for some reason, it makes life a little easier. The yeah. Problem is, a lot of the times, people start to get too cute and too fun. Yeah. And hopefully they can do it like Nakamura's doing, which is straight thuggery heat and trying to keep getting people to, to try to boo him. He does. He does a good job. He tries. Yeah. Um, and real quick, Matt, did you, you know what? We should just keep keep talking uh, to kind of keep uh, the, the, those blue chews, <laughs> uh, the blue chew effect. From- <laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm, 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 oh, yeah, let's ruin one Sunday night. Yes. <laughs> I'm just thinking about wrestling, guys. You know? Uh, very effective. I thought the say I thought the saying was you're supposed to be thinking about baseball. Well, you know, I thought this was a little more apropos. Just a brick uh, wall. Mark, Mark, my, my, my go-to was Mark McGuire, 98 home run chase for Sammy Sosa. Mark McGuire, home run chase, Sammy Sosa. I swear to Christ. <laughs> You're only going to hear that stuff here, folks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, no. Real quick, Matt, did, your thoughts on uh, take? Did you get to watch TakeOver? Yes, I did. I watched it uh, this morning in my hotel. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, uh, EC3 though, man, what's up? What am I missing there? Yeah. I thought he would go in there and bam, like like his character is cut out. It's ready. It's his. He knows it upside down, inside out. But there's something there, maybe because they don't do as much pre tapes and, and promos. That's why it's not working as much. I don't know. 
you know, we were talking about this last night. I also feel like that character doesn't work really well as a baby face. You know, mm. being a one percenter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. should be a heel. And he's he's kind of been a baby face. But maybe he lost also because he's going to the main roster. I mean, he's I already. He's, he's going to be one of those that, that Hunter would say he's a better main roster talent than he is an NXT roster talent. Yeah, for sure. And he's already been in NXT, right? He was right. You know, there back in the day. So, you know, he's, he's as ready as he's going to be. And to everybody that said when he came to TNA, when he got really, really, got really ripped up and got in really good shape and everyone was throwing out, like, the steroid accusation, well, guess what? He's at NXT, and look how he looks right now. He looks amazing. That's hard work, my friends. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great takeover last night. So it's going to be the high point of this run. I mean, tonight was good, but I thought takeover was better. And uh, tomorrow on Raw, I'm sure takeover is going to be better than that. It's different. Like I, SummerSlam, right. because it's six hours, it, it's not going to be as high to show as TakeOver yeah. for sure, right? <laughs> but uh, as right. far as a six-hour show goes, I thought it was really good tonight. It was, you know, and you had the it's big true. stars. Whereas NXT, it's a cult thing. You know, it's like you're watching your favorite indie band versus going to Bon Jovi. Um, what, 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 no, that you're right. Um that that those matches are just like everybody wrestles like that's their last match. Mm-hmm. That's what I've always appreciated about that show. And Ricochet and oh my god. It's great. Oh my god, Did you see uh, uh um what's the dude's name? Come on, Adam Cole. Yeah. His super kick to him upside down. <laughs> Guys, like if I even heard someone it, within a mile say, Hey, I think it's a good spot where I'm gonna I, I, I'd rip his face off or even suggested it. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe how money that was. I went back and paused it like 1,100 times to watch it and go, oh, my God, how is this dude still breathing? He kicked him in the esophagus. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. Like, it's just, wow. Yeah, the timing and stuff. Yeah. Wow. It was great. They were uh, both- someone's asking what you think of the name Mustache Mountain. I hate it. Yes. <laughs> it, sound, it sounds like a porno tag team. Yeah, that sounds like you're going to be wrestling on main event within a few weeks if you're uh, on the main roster. You you're you're going to debut on main event. You know, you're never going to go to Raw or something. Uh, you you got to get rid of it. And I'm hoping, aren't they doing like a new NXT uh, England brand? Oh yeah, yeah, the NXT UK, and they uh, aired a commercial for it. It's they already taped a bunch of stuff for it, and uh, so do they separate them, and there's no longer a tag team, or no? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with those. I'm assuming they'll go to the the UK brand. Because the other one's really good and all. I forget his name. Seven. What's his name? Trent Seven. Trent Seven. But his body's the shits. He's got to get a better body. He's got to get better shape. Yeah. He. he oh, now what's his name? Oh, uh, um, come on. Was the young one the young kid? Uh, uh, Tyler Bate. Now he's awesome. I could watch him wrestle all damn day. I love watching that kid wrestle. Yeah, he's great. Um, he is. He's strong as hell. Yeah, but there is always that. We were talking about this last night too. Uh, you can be the best wrestler in the world, but if you don't have the personality, it usually doesn't work out on the main roster. So he's, he's got to work on that. He will. He's luckily he was able to come into this at what eighteen, nineteen. He yeah. will. He will. He's already getting it there. He's figuring. He's he's trying things out, and that's where he'll get there with. Yeah, a yeah. lot of support for you, Glenn, in the chat. I appreciate that, guys. <laughs> it occurred to me uh, right as, as it went down that I was like, oh, I really just did this on the air and. Should have waited till the end. 30 minutes. Well, you know, I'd like to get a head you, start on things. You made the whole show weird, Glenn. That's what I was aiming for, Matt. You know, just wait. Just, just wait. We got, we'll probably have more of these to go. Uh, no, but this, this is great. You know, and I want to thank everyone. Uh, I mean, above and beyond that, we have the best chat room. We have the best fans. I think we don't say that enough 
on this podcast, but when I look at the amount of people that watch us live, the people that tweet at us, I mean, I get emails and messages from people on Facebook, on LinkedIn that say this is their favorite wrestling podcast. Some say their favorite podcast, period. And I mean, just you are all far too kind. I love that you pay attention to what we've been doing here these past two years together as a team, because uh, it wouldn't be nearly as fun without you all. Absolutely. You're right. They're really badass fans. And they, they always, I'm always in the weirdest situation. It'll be in the weirdest place. Like I'll be like at something for politics and, and someone will come up and take a picture. I'm assuming that, you know, it's, oh, it's Matt Morgan, the wrestler, Matt Morgan, you know, the commissioner, they want to take a photo with, or just some really tall, big guy. And it's, they watch me from the show. Yeah. And it, it, it just, I'm always, I was taken aback by that. You know what I mean? And I ended up talking to them for much longer because, you know what I mean? To come along on this ride with us every single week, we're very appreciative of it. We do our best to entertain you guys along the way. Basically, it was just come drums down to Raj telling you what's going to happen before it happens and me clowning Glenn. But I'll digress. <laughs> we appreciate you guys seriously coming in and, and watching us every week. Yeah, they're Absolutely. they're awesome. They're funny as hell too. I'm, I'm like just dying laughing and reading the chat. Tonight. Yeah, tonight these are good. <laughs> these are good tonight. Yeah. Uh, cool guys. Well, uh, Matt, anything you want to plug before we take it home here? Did you? Really, oh my god, that's such a layup. <laughs> that's such a layup. I'll get it shut down. I'm even. I'm even gonna finish that off. Yeah. Oh, even that one I could do. Even that one I could do. All right. Yeah. Uh, find me at BP uh, at BP Matt Morgan on Twitter and Instagram on Facebook. Uh, Matt Morgan for Long Morgan. <laughs> that, that right there just says yeah, a lot. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and Raj, uh, what's coming on the site? Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, Cody Rick Rhodes Flair. interview with him, and then Rick Rick Flair, the greatest of all time. Um, so we talk about Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan's reinstatement in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he, he earlier the, the we posted highlights of where he talked about Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns and uh, how, how he's a big fan of Roman Reigns and loves his you know uh, talked about R- Roman's dad and, and uh, it's really interesting stuff and, you know it's flair. Very cool. Uh, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. Appreciate a follow. And after tonight, I want you to tweet at Blue Chew. They're at Get Blue Chew and let them know about the shenanigans that went down on the yes. Wrestling Inc. podcast. <laughs> please do. And uh, please do check it out. BlueChew.com, promo code INC to try it for free. And we'll see you back here tomorrow night for Monday Night Raw on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.